Hello and welcome back to the weekend spread. This is week six of our picks. Um, and uh, Jameson, congratulations. You have moved into the lead, not just in like a week zero sense, but in a true sense of the word. You are at the top of the leaderboard, uh, sitting, riding high at 24 and 28. <laughs> This is a bad year for pickers across the board. Shout out Joey Galloway and his one and six virtual locks. So everyone's bad. He Even had JoJo. a bounce back week this year and this week, I believe, because um, I think he picked Michigan, um, which was, uh, and then his other pick um, was another thing that I think hit. Um, so okay. I think he bounced back as well. Well, that's my JoJo. Good, good, good job on Joey Galloway. Uh, but it, it's tight. Me, me and Blake are still nipping at your heels at uh, 23 and 29. And uh, Ty's there too with 23 and 30 as virtue of his pot of greed pick. Uh, so it is very a very, very close race as we cross the halfway point of the season. Um, so Ty, uh, how do you feel about your picks? Uh, so we're recovering from, I, I think, the worst week I've ever had uh, picking two weeks ago. So, learn some lessons. Uh, always pick against OU. Obviously, I should have learned that one years ago. Um, and like I have been saying all season since the preseason, I really don't know the teams uh, until we get into sort of last week. So now we should have a much better feel for the teams rolling into the the second, third, uh, and, and potentially fourth for some teams a week of conference play. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. Blake, you had a pretty solid week as well. Uh, not not too shabby. How are you? How are you feeling about uh the season so far? Halfway through, I don't know. I just feel like every single week I tell myself we're gonna find something out about these teams that makes just picking it just a little bit easier, and it seems to not happen any week. That teams will surprise themselves. Some teams will get obliterated, as we saw last week with Arkansas and Ole Miss, that you thought could hang a little bit. Is Alabama legit again? I think so, but it's just everybody's all over the board. It's like I, I've i been kind of a hater on OU and thinking that they're a little bit overrated, but the one thing that distinguishes them versus the field is they're winning games, which is what nobody else in the top tier seems to be doing. Oregon going down last week, Notre Dame going down last week. We're just seeing people fall because they can't win games. So this year, like you said, it's a crazy year, but that's why I love college football. That's why after TCU's loss this week, I'm just the agent of chaos now. Going back to my original roots as a college football fan, I just root for chaos. I can introduce some chaos scenarios, I think, in these picks. So I'm ready to get down to it. I love it. I love it. Jameson, you're going to lead us off as well. Uh, but before you start us out, how are you feeling about the season so far? Uh, you know, I, I wish it would have gone better. I don't feel good about it. Um, 24 and 28 is not something to be proud about. Um, but, um, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction because around this time I usually start to fall into my temptations and I feel like I've done really well this year and not falling into some bait. I wanted to be a bean man again. Of course we want to all be bean men. Who doesn't want to be a bean man? Except for Blake. Blake doesn't want to be a bean man because he's no fun. Um, so, um, just to, to, Get me get my itch off. I started an NCAA fourteen dynasty with the Bean Man, and my God, is his accuracy so low? It is miserable. Like, I could have told you that. Watch one quarter of the Coastal Carolina game. Oh, he couldn't even get anybody. He's a runner. He's a he's a running back quarterback. 
I'll say this. He does have the ability to have a couple nice throws and a couple nice plays where you go like, oh, this guy's kind of legit. And then he'll do something stupid. Like in the last game versus Iowa State, he was just running with the ball and it was in his right hand and it, he hit the football on his pad and fumbled and lost. It. Oh, like God. Iowa State stomped them, you know, not fall into the bean man. Um, Texas State is back on the slate this week, but I'm not falling into temptation. No, do, um, do, do, we, so. you've reached your allotted bean man talk time. Yes. Uh, okay, so, so c- cut me off. Cut me off. Let's, let's we, go yeah. into the first game. Yeah, I've cut you off, but you are uh, going to start us off here. Michigan at Nebraska. Oh, with uh, Wisconsin minus two and a half. With, with, hey, they look <laughs> basically the same. Uh, forgot to edit that. But the line is two and a half, provided by our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code TPPN uh, for bonuses and the like. Um, look, the, uh, the Wolverines had a really big road test. They survived. They beat the uh, Wisconsin Badgers. But now they go into Lincoln, and there's this really weird two and a half line. Jameson, is this a spooky line, I, or is it too easy to too easy to pass up? I I mean I'm rolling with it. I understand Nebraska's defense is showing up. People are starting to buy into Nebraska, you know, and a lot of that is how they played Oklahoma tough. But we saw that a lot of teams, including Tulane, a team that has been looking like a fraud the past couple of weeks, played them tough. So how much am I actually buying into Nebraska? I'm going to go with the team that's having legitimate momentum. Showing up, you know, beating Wisconsin by 21 whenever Michigan was an underdog on the road. They go to Nebraska again. They just showed they played a big t- – now, going into Madison is not easy, and they went and won by 21. Um, I thought they looked good. The eye test passed. Uh, I'm not going to buy as much in the Nebraska hype. I'm going to go with uh, Michigan minus two and a half here. I, I get that. It I, it seems like a keep it simple stupid type of game, but – I don't know. I I feel like Nebraska's defense is legitimate. Uh, they they played OU tough. They played Michigan State tough. Should have won that game, and then they pummeled a really bad Northwestern team. So you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep with the Vegas trends. I think they have something going here. This game's gonna be under the lights in Lincoln. So I'm gonna go with the Huskers to pull off a weird win here. Blake, who do you got? Yeah. So I'm with Jamison here. I hate Nebraska. I think there's a lot. People are going to start riding the hype train again after their huge blowout win versus Northwestern. But this Northwestern team is practically a shell of itself. Uh, Pro Football Focus has Nebraska as rated as one of the worst rush defenses in America. And there's one thing I know about Michigan is Michigan loves to run the ball. They run the ball a nice, a very nice 69% of the time. And I hate the fact that they run it that much. They're successful at the run. They're top 10 in rush offense going up against a really bad Nebraska defense versus the rush. We saw actually OU kind of gash them a little bit. If OU would have done the handoff play a little bit more, maybe maybe OU could have won it by a little bit more. But even the Nebraska offense, there's just no pass block there. It's every single week it's Adrian, Adrian Taylor, whatever, Martinez, brother, non-brother is there. He has no time, and I'm going to get to it a little bit later about another quarterback that just kind of does great when the play just dissolves completely, but that's kind of what he does. But I don't trust it against a hot Michigan team that's finally feeling like they can win maybe the Big Ten this year. So I'm going to take Michigan. I've been fading them this entire year. I just need to hop on the bandwagon and ride. So Fair enough. I And I think that's a very solid, very good pick here. I'm just I'm weird about this. Uh, Ty, my dog won't shut up. Give us your pick for Michigan and uh, Nebraska. 
Yeah, so uh, since been amended, but I certainly did not have Wisconsin. Um, although if there were a way for both teams to lose, I guess Wisconsin would win. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not buying Nebraska. I think Nebraska is still getting clout for playing well against OU, uh, and, and not to you know down on OU, but uh, I think that win will become or that close game will become less impressive as as we go on. So to keep it short, I think this is a pretty easy uh, Michigan to uh, to cover it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's um, it's nice having Bobby on an island where he doesn't have to worry, um, you know. But, you know, Nebraska, um, you know, I can see it, Bobby. I can definitely see it for sure. Um, let's m- move on. Um, By the way, who, who did Ty pick? I, I, I'm sorry. He picked Michigan. Okay. I've been so on a Michigan train lately. That, that is true. I, I think Rosie was trying to warn me, like, you know, like there was, like, someone st- stuck in the well, like, Bobby, don't pick Nebraska, you idiot. So Bring her to the I pod. Could, Bring her to the pod. Maybe I, I, I should. She just won't listen. But anyways, moving on, we have a battle of two teams that kind of disappointed last week with high hopes. Arkansas at Ole Miss. Uh, the Rebels, a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. This is <laughs> – Just go pick her up. Pick her up. Bring her to the pod. Let's let's see her. Maybe she. Ty, who do you got? Do, do you have the reps to take out Arkansas? Yeah, I've been I've been uh, laying confusion in in misdirection in in the group chat all day. Uh, I think this is a pretty clear uh, Arkansas cover here. Although it would not uh, it would not disappoint me to see Arkansas lose this game. I really don't. I'm never I'm never going to be fooled into buying the the Lane Kiffin hype. Uh, and I similarly uh, am not fooled by this Ole Miss quarterback uh, either. And I think that Arkansas has been well-tested coming into this game, being being spanked uh, by Georgia and shut out because their offensive coordinator is garbage. Um, and But also having an impressive game against, against Texas in, in a fairly impressive game against uh, Texas A&M. So I think Arkansas for sure is, is the clear take here. Yeah, so the uh, group chat conversation that Ty is referring to, I'm hitting the reverse card yeah. here. Yeah, I'm going on miss. No, you know what? I I'm glad you brought this up because I want to I want to mention the thing that started this chat. I, as a person that has morals, was standing no. on the ground and refusing to support Coach Art Coach Art Bryles, uh, and when I demeaned him in the group chat by saying that he hasn't coached in a long time in college football and probably wouldn't even be that successful. Noted Art Bryles defender Blake jumped in to defend Coach Art Bryles and, and everything that he's done. So Blake can nope, help nope, 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 he supports we Coach just, Art Bryles. Debating whether he'd be a good offensive coordinator in this position and – we're, I'm gonna hit. I'm still hitting you with the universe card. I'm going Ole Miss. I'm fading kind of a little bit what I said earlier, uh, but I still believe like Arkansas is a good team. Like this is gonna be a awesome matchup. I'm really uh-huh. excited for it. But there's one thing like, or there's a few worries that I have with Arkansas. Uh, first, just the fact that Arkansas's pass protection is crap. Like mm-hmm. they could not get anything off last week. And I know you're going up against a good. Uh, Georgia defense, but they kind of struggled against Texas A&M come the second half. Like with this, they haven't had a good pass protection, which is same thing with Nebraska. And it's becoming a theme this year of teams that lose can't get the pass off. 
And also, the one other thing that really scares me about Arkansas is they haven't paid a, a, like played an elite passing team at all this year. Last week, they played Stetson Bennett in Georgia, who passed it like seven or eight times, like did all right. They played second-string Texas A&M, and then they played two-quarterback Texas. They haven't faced any elite passing offenses like this Ole Miss. Ole Miss team, and I don't think they really have the talent on the defensive side to cover the spread attack that Lane Kiffin's going to give, so I'm just going to give credit, like, Ole Miss is the perfect kryptonite to what Arkansas is really good at, which is stopping the run, ignore last week because of how good Georgia is at running the ball, but they just don't have the corners to cover this Ole Miss spread attack, so give me give me Ole Miss. Yeah, look, I, I said I was going to ride with the Hogs until the wheels fell off. The wheels fell off last week. Uh, Ole Miss, uh, while they did have their issues last week, got just smacked by Alabama. They did do a lot of things offensively that I liked uh, towards the end in garbage time. Uh, And, you know, being at home, I kind of think they have the edge. Vegas seems to agree as well. So give me the uh, Rebels to get a win here. And let me just say this. I love Ole Miss in this game, and here's my reasoning. Um, Watching that Alabama game through, yes, um, did they, they didn't cover a lot of people were disappointed, but, and part of that is because Lane Kiffin was going for it on fourth down all of the time. And in, including moments where it was on like their own 30 yard line, he was going all chips in. I don't care how much I lose by, I'm going to make big time moves in this game. And they still were able to put up 21 points, keep within 21 with that coaching style. Um, they went all in on it. Arkansas on the other hand, even with Georgia, I understand Georgia has a great defense, but they didn't show any any kind of ounce of I believe in that offense to even be able to keep up with Ole Miss's offense. Ole Miss could have scored a lot more if they had converted and been a little bit smarter. Um, I just like this Ole Miss team at home a lot, and I just don't know how um, I can believe in anything with Arkansas being able to keep in this game. So I love Ole Miss in this pick. All right, fair enough. Um... There we go. Moving on, we have the oldest rivalry in the South, the number two Georgia Bulldogs travel to the Plains of Auburn to uh, face a uh, team that, you know, won a pretty incredible game against LSU. Uh, First time in Tiger Stadium since the late 90s. Um, So interesting line here. Even though Auburn looks like a worse team on paper, uh, Georgia is favored by less here than they were against uh, Arkansas. Uh, so, Jameson, is, did you see anything out of uh, Bo Nix's, you know, Phoenix-like revival to make you think that they're going to cover 14 and a half against UGA? I honestly am starting to question myself. I'm not going to go just with, like, you know, his wonderful play that was, like, the highlight of the week, uh, make me want to pick more Auburn here. But, you know, being playing Arkansas um, is one thing, but playing Auburn, they have more big time recruits. They have more players, and I understand Bo Nix has his um, downs, but he can at least lead a couple of um, touchdown drives. The one thing from that Georgia um, Arkansas game is the way Georgia's defense played. Georgia's offense should have scored a whole lot more. There was not a lot of firepower on the offense. There's a lot of field goals that should have been touchdowns. And that makes me want to pick Auburn here, plus 14 and a half. I hate to say it because I think Georgia keeps steamrolling teams. Um, but um, 
I just don't know how much um, this line is going up just by how well they played Arkansas. I just think Arkansas offense was just non-existent in that game, and we'll see if that's for real. But I'm going to go with Auburn here. It, it hurts to say it. Don't love it, um, but we'll see. This is a very Auburny Auburn team. You got the odd year going. You got the weird Wiley quarterback. But at the same time, look, I, I bet against Georgia once already. I'm not doing it again. I think the uh, Bulldogs are just too good here. Um, Auburn's, Auburn's going to have their chance to do weird stuff. You got Alabama coming to town later in the year. But this this game, I think Georgia's the best team in the country. I think they cover 14 and a half uh, pretty easy here. Yep, Bobby's wrong. Bobby's wrong. I'm going with Jameson here. Give me Auburn because first, like, take this number right now. We don't know who's starting for quarterback for Georgia. Like, it could easily be Stetson Bennett. That's what all the reports are leading to right now. Stetson Bennett, I know Ty will go on a rant about how, I don't remember if it's Aaron Murray or one of the other weird Jake Fromm's, all the Jake quarterbacks. Fromm. What Jake yeah, Fromm, that's the Bennett is Stetson Bennett is from five, right? From five. So, because so, because uh, JD, da- or, uh, JD Daniels is from four. Correct. So, as Ty might try to make his analysis seem that they are all the same, they are not the same. Stetson Bennett They're is very much Jake Fromm. Nope, nope. He was a damn good from. <laughs> JT Daniels is significantly, significantly better than Stetson Bennett. And, like, that was the one good thing. If you're going with this Arkansas team, the one good thing they did la- uh, last week was they limited Stetson Bennett's ability to do anything. He didn't do anything in the past game. And the one thing Auburn has is a good defense. They're really good against the run, really good against the pass. And then you're basically just leaving up to bone dicks to cover. And you know what? Georgia might have an all-time defense this year, but you can't prepare for the bone dicks experience. You oh, can't man. prepare for the pocket to completely collapse, dodge six guys, underthrow it in the end zone for a touchdown. You can't prepare for those types of plays. Give me Bo Nix. I don't want anything dealing with stinky Stetson Bennett and what he did last year. He's not a good quarterback. If Auburn sells out the run the entire game, force him, forces him to pass, this could be close. Like I think Auburn, besides Alabama, has the best chance to beat Georgia this year just because Stetson Bennett might be the starting quarterback. Ty, what do you think? Like, is, is no one going to point out the fact that – that Blake's entire argument is that Auburn's going to cover because Stetson Bennett is not great, and he believes in Bo Nix. Bo Nix, the Bo Nix experience has been electric this year, Ty, and especially what? in prime time. Bo Nix in prime time is like remember that Georgia ga- or not the Georgia Bo Nix is game a few with years orange ago? accents on his uniform. It's- That's who Bo Nix. Bo Nix is trash. Georgia. I, Auburn literally might not even score in this game. I'm not. I'm not saying that. You can't hold that against me. But there's a potential that Auburn might just straight up get shut out. Georgia is going to take the cover. It's a little high. I, I do think it will dip later in the week. I would probably jump on that. But give me Georgia here easily. Bonex is not good. Bonex is not good. Bonex. It could only be considered good if you were having to choose between Bo Nix and Spencer Rattler. But he can oh, win big games. And here, here's he my thing: big games. Here's no, my thing. Here's my thing: the Bo Nix scrambling games. That doesn't mean he's winning games. It's like Coach O. 
Big game he bow, baby. The big game bow. The scrambling works when you're playing a crappy LSU defense. I don't think it works against this Georgia defense. They are too good. They are too big, too physical. I think they're going to just be all over Bo Nix. You can't prepare for that weirdness, Bobby. Like, you can. You, you smack him in the damn mouth. You tackle him. You can't. Yeah, He's is... so slippery. He's a snake. No. I'm a okay. Snake. My, my thing he got is, benched against just... Georgia Southern. I understand. I, I will say this before we move on, but I, I really I think this is pivotal because the line is 14 and a half. We're not talking straight up. Georgia's offense has shown with Stetson Bennett that they played great defense in Arkansas, but like I said, they were not getting the ball into the end zone enough on those possessions. Their total yardage in the last game versus Arkansas, yes, they demolished them, but look at the total yardage. I don't have it in front of me, but they did not get, gain that many yards. Um, I just think that you know, Bo Nix has some skill. Yes, he'll do something stupid, but he can get a couple touchdowns, and I think that's enough to cover a 14-and-a-half spread versus this Georgia team with this Auburn defense. I will say it definitely has backdoor potential for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, let's move on to a great game this week. Uh, top four. This is like a weird wonky college football playoff, uh, you know, matchup at this point. Uh, Penn state at Iowa Hawkeyes favored by two and a half at home. Um, and Tyler, let's just start out on this one. This is a game that seems to be pretty evenly matched. Um, but who are you feeling? All right. So, I have a rule that you don't go against Iowa at home because of the wave, but it's going to come back to bite me potentially. I got to break it here. I, I don't think Iowa oh, no, I'm doomed. Is, is the take here. I really don't think Iowa is the take here. Penn State's a better coach team. Penn State has more just raw talent on the team than Iowa does. And Penn State's a, a more proven commodity. Penn State has been a reliable team. In the big in the Big Ten and for the Big Ten for the past couple of years, and I'm not I'm not one that really buys into sort of teams that have their one year. Obviously, that can come and bite me here and there as it comes up, but I think that the Penn State is is the take here. All right, well, well I'm on think. Penn State too. I'm on Penn State. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. Dang it! Whenever Ty whenever Ty goes away from his like moral like pillars when it comes to college football it always turns out bad we can get to the one from last week whenever he just completely abandoned navy and they got and they covered the spread like i told him he gave up the ship this. he gave up no, the but, ship okay but my my one my one wild card win this entire year is my pot of greed pick for air force but that's why you went away from it that's what i'm saying is you go away from your tenants that win and you what do you mean no i picked air force that's what i'm saying i picked air force in that game yes but you were going against the troops that's my thing it's like you always gotta back america it was a win-win there either like you gotta like you gotta you gotta back the troops. Saying, but... How is picking Air Force over Navy going against the? They're both services. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you went against them last week, when you chose UCF oh, over UCF. Navy. Yeah. Yes, so okay. that's like when you zigzag your principles. That's when it sucks. And now I'm stuck in the tie zigzag this week because I'm going Penn State. I have to admit something. Sean Clifford's a good quarterback. That sucks. <laughs> I've been saying how bad he is. How many interceptions he threw last year? Out of the 109 quarterbacks that have thrown 100 passes this year. He's 29th in passer rating. Like, that's good. He's a game manager right now, and that's all Penn State needs him to be. And Iowa is a fraud. 
they were a fraud. And I know me and Bobby went on Scrappy Dogs last week, and we're talking about how Maryland was going to upset oh. them, yada, yada, yada. And I know they blew them out. But look, Iowa's success is based solely on turnovers. And turnovers, you can do things to make a few more turnovers happen during this season, but they had 16. This is a team that is thriving on pure luck at this point. Your defense isn't good enough that you're causing 16 turnovers through week six of the season. They're 110th on offensive success rate. They're 87th in the nation on pass block. They're horrible offense. They, they have one running back that's good. They allow so much pressure. They can't pass the ball. This is a one-dimensional offense versus a Penn State team that has a very well-rounded defense. I would say top five defense in the nation. Plus Sean Clifford, who's playing good enough. He doesn't have to be a star, but he's playing good enough. I like Penn State on the road here. I'm going to get weird with this one and do some alternate lines. Penn State minus three with some plus money. Get some good odds because I really think Penn State's the better team here. And look, I, I'm not going to go against any tenants. I don't have advanced stats, but I think these teams are about as evenly matched as it gets. I wouldn't bet this at all, but because I have to pick it. Rosie, stop. stop. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Penn State because they're giving me two and a half points. Oh, uh, and let me just say this, Bobby. I have access to what you picked before the pod. He is zigging right now because he oh, has Iowa in his spreadsheet. So he saw, he heard our analysis. I zigged. I, you, you all had access to my picks anyways. Allow me to zig. It's okay. Oh man. Uh, and sorry, you're going with, you're going with Penn State. Now. I'm going with the Nitt- Nittany Lions. I think they're just okay. good enough. I'm fading Iowa. Fading the, fading the wave. I, I'm sorry, kids. I hate to, I hate to say it. I, I'm picking Penn State. Yeah. Jason, okay. choose I, please. This is a loser now. No, I'm going with Penn State because I actually believe that they're going to win the football game. No. <laughs> no. I got ties zigzagging. Blake, this is a – Blake, Bobby being a waffler. This is, do this is my pick. This Blake, is my this pick is a good thing. Reported, though. Blake, this is a good thing. If you win, oh, like, it, 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 it completely washes out your game. Now, gambling-wise, this might screw Stop you. It. Yes, no, I, I'm actually really heavy on this game, but I got the two jinxes going against me now. And what are you talking Bobby, about? I'm leading, I'm leading right now. And you're we got Waffle last, House oh, Bobby okay. over here, and then we got Ty going against his moral principles. I don't like this. I don't like this. Don't bet this now. I love Penn State still. I'm a, I like Moneyline Penn State. Blake is in shambles <laughs> right now. Yeah, oh, honestly. Um, but just oh, like I said, sometimes whenever you look at these close games, and like you said, Iowa, I think, was key. Talia throwing five interceptions last week was absolute key to why they blew out Maryland so bad. Um, and that with that, with that happening, that's going to push Iowa into being the favorite in this game. If that wouldn't have happened, I understand that, you know, if that wouldn't have happened, obviously it already did happen. But Penn State has looked better by the eye test to me this whole year, they've looked legitimate. Um, I, I really like this Penn state team. So give me Penn state straight up. There you go. Sorry, Blake. Uh, I, I, I hope we, I hope we all win, but uh, <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL has a week five offer that every football fan should jump on. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. 
Now, look, the last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I would say this one's uh, pretty much a no-brainer. And look, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, like Oklahoma, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed because everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. They're giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, throw down $1 on an NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> Moving on into the Big 12. Very small slate for the Big 12. Only three games. Uh, we have West Virginia at Baylor. The Bears favored by three. Uh, both of these teams disappointed after uh, pretty big performances the week before. Um, Jameson, your take on the Mountaineers at the Bears. Uh, what do you think? Do you, th- do you think they bounce back uh, in Waco? Yeah, um, my first inclination is pick Baylor. It's easy. Um, so I'm going to stick with it. But the, West, the way West Virginia played in the second half makes me second think. Because, like, did they just not show up versus Texas Tech? Just slept on it. And then they got into the game the second half, like, wow, we just completely underestimated the Texas Tech team. Came back, almost made it, um, almost won the game. But Columbia looked like he was a man on fire with his beautiful lock of hair that Ty ever so loves. Um, but, yeah, I, I like, like Blake said, I was not a believer in Gary Bohannon. Um, but just watching him, I, I, he has a good zip on the ball, and I think he can make big plays. I think them being at home here um, is also a helpful thing because, you know, West Virginia, you know what, what we always say on the pod, they have – they got to travel farther. You got to travel, and who knows if they'll be wearing their pads on the plane like that one time. Um, so yeah, give me give me Baylor. Man, I I've been pretty low on Baylor, but I think I have to kind of admit that they're pretty good now. I I am also I, I like Bahannon and West Virginia. While they did disappoint me last week, I I, I you, you got to give them credit. We forgot that it's the John Denver Bowl, and they always lose to Texas Tech. Uh, because people forget John Denver went to Texas Tech, not West Virginia, not Colorado. He went to Lubbock. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 this is a toss-up. I hate the game entirely. Um, I think the, both of these teams are very evenly matched. The Big 12 this year, I, I feel like from, jeez, I, I, I don't know, like two to eight is really close. And... Um, Man, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Bears here, just home field advantage. But man, it, this this is a this is a slog of a game. I do not do not pick this. <laughs> Blake, feeling good about Bohannon? Yeah, I'm opposite of Bo- I'm going with Baylor, but opposite of Bobby, I love Baylor. And to me, these teams match up pretty similarly defensively. I think West Virginia probably edges out a little bit better defense, but. The one thing that scares me is you allow Texas Tech's second string to carve you up like they did last week and still lose that game. Like, those are the games West Virginia needs to win. If you're going to be both the first or second best defense in the Big 12, you can't lose games against second string Texas Tech. And 
the thing that scares me and why I'm so high on Baylor is Gary Bohannon, like, obviously, OSU's defense, I think, is the best in the Big 12 this year. I know the metrics might not show it, but I think they're the best. And Gary Bohannon struggled a little bit, kept it a little somewhat close, but West Virginia's offense is horrible. Like, we were talking, I looked up at Pro Football Focus today. They ranked 9th out of 10th in the Big 12. Like, you are barely beating Kansas. They are that bad because all you have to do is stop Letty Brown and you have to force Deggie to throw. And Deggie is not good. And I thought he was going to be a little bit better this year, but he's not. But Dave Aranda is a competent guy. I don't think he's an incredible head coach. But if you stop Letty Brown, make Deggie throw, he's going to make mistakes. I think Baylor's offense edges him a little bit. Give me Baylor. What about you, Ty? Yeah, I – I don't like this game either. I don't like these teams. So I'm going to go Baylor just because they're at home. And and uh, I think it's essentially a, a pick. I mean, you know, West West Virginia, I guess if I had to have some analysis, does have to travel quite a distance. Um, so maybe that's worth three points. I really don't know. I, I hate this one. I'm This is like a don't even watch on TV game. I, I agree. I think we should just uh, make sure all footage of this is deleted after the game. But uh, anyways, moving on, we have the battle for West Texas. Uh, I believe it is called TCU at Texas Tech. The Frogs favored by one and a half. Uh, Ty, will TCU get blanked in all of their so-called rivalry games three straight weeks in a row? I, I want to say it, the other the other week, I did feel bad for Blake because TCU did the worst possible thing in the Texas game, and that's they performed for a little bit, just enough to give a glimmer of hope there, uh, and then it was ripped away. So I sincerely I do feel bad for Blake because uh, I I can imagine how that feels uh, with your team having a glimmer of hope and then just losing against Texas. I think I'm going to feel that in a couple days, but. I think that TCU has this one. I really do just because Texas Tech is it's not good, and I've seen some things I like from TCU this year. Yeah, I think you're on mute, Bobby. What do you think? Ty, yeah, Ty kind of nailed my analysis, honestly. Is TCU the like hardest thing about them for me is I wish they were bad, but they're not bad. They're just inconsistent in that they show you things that you really like and you can see from a really good college football team. And they show that in a game, but then don't go back to it. They start being really inconsistent and then just lose games, like, outright. And so this week's one was just Zach Evans getting 10, 15, like, I guess carries and targets total, not what he should be getting as an elite talent. I think Gary's going to try to correct some of these things, but – this is the script of TCU the past three or four years. It start out slow. We catch our heat at the end, make a bowl game, go seven and three or seven and five, eight and four, just because we get hot at the end. And like, this is what's so frustrating is next year I'll have high hopes because we ended the season well and it's going to go dive right back into it. And so I'm going to go with them here because like TCU is bound. Just what I've seen is bound to turn stuff around. They're going to win probably, but it's just like, it sucks because you see good things from a team that has good players. It's just, it's wildly inconsistent. They have some of the worst turnovers I've ever seen at the worst times and just like can't close games to save their lives. So, but I'm still going to TCU. I just like 
but this is like I'm just being such a homer here. Like I just want to find something to give me hope to the season, just to like make these games watchable. And you know I'm going with you as well with the frogs. Uh, in the Big Twelve, you have these kind of sways back and forth where momentum never really counts. Uh, Texas Tech, for example, loses by seventy last week uh, or, or the week before, and then they they beat West Virginia on the road. Um, TCU has been in a bit of a slump for sure, but they almost beat Texas. I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a, a scrappy team, backs against the wall. This is a game they need to win on the road. Absolutely. Uh, one and a half seems a little light, but I think that's overcompensating for that West Virginia win for te- uh, Texas Tech. Um, but I think the Frogs have enough to get it done, and I, I, I honestly think that Gary has finally learned that, you know what, maybe we should run our best player more than 15 times a game. So I could be wrong, and he could be an idiot again and just stop using his best player, but um, we'll see. I, I think TCU's a better team, and I think they get this, uh, this win in a game where they really need it because I think they truly need it more than Texas Tech right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he acknowledged that, right, Blake? And the in the thing, yeah. like, I'm not going to give him 35 carries, but we need to give him more. And if he does, if he just goes out and does the same thing that he did last week, that is a bad, bad thing. You never ever, you know, promise something and don't end up on that promise whenever you're within the public eye and there's a lot of passionate people following you. I like TCU a lot here. I believe in Zach Evans. I believe that he can make big plays versus Texas Tech. And like you said, Bobby. I do not think um, that Texas Tech win versus West Virginia should be bought much into because I think West Virginia just was not there in the first half. Just didn't show up ready to play, and Texas Tech slapped him in the face. They're like, oh, Tyler Shaw's not going to be their starting quarterback. Columbia, I'm not nervous about him. Um, there's not much to be concerned about, and Texas Tech hit him. Um, West Virginia fired back, almost came back, and won that game um, if it wasn't for a Texas Tech last-second drive for a field goal. Um, so I like TCU a lot here. I like the one-and-a-half spread. I would have picked it a little bit higher, too. Yeah. Um, just moving on, Bobby. What what do we got next? We got the game that everyone's excited for. Actually, this time I'm, we might be right for the most part. Uh, we have OU and Texas Red River Showdown Sooners favored by three and a half. A cool tree fitty. Number six, number twenty one. A ranked matchup for the first time, and actually, I think they did it last year. Never mind. This rarely happens. It feels like I'm excited to go. Um, and Jameson, will you do us the honors? Uh, look, we, it, it's tough because we're all Sooner fans, but I know how much you and Ty love to do horns up. Is that sacrilege? I don't uh, know. No, Let's it, find it, out. It, it, it's, it's really tough. Um, I've been talking very highly of Texas this whole season. I really like their offense. And with um, – uh-oh, I lag out. No. Shit. Jameson, you're good. Area. Yeah, Shit. you're, you're Shit. totally fine. Shit, I'm back. I'm back. You're not, you were never gone. J- yeah, Jameson, uh, you were never gone. Just keep going. Oh, man, everything froze for me. Okay, thank you. Maybe that gave me an extra couple of uh, – you just heard me say shit like 20 times. Um, but, yeah, so back to it. That was, maybe that was I get... so clearly fake. <laughs> okay, back to it. I'm just going to restart. So, like, Texas, I've really been high on this year. I have really like their offense. And in the move of Casey Thompson, a quarterback, I think that is completely opening up. A mobile quarterback and then a running back that command the possession is exactly what OU does not want to see. We want to get teams off the field. They know that. But I just I, I just got to pick OU because I saw things last week, certain tools to where I think 
some of the things we were worried the most about this season, the first couple games, were were solved. Lincoln Riley was finally calling the offense to Spencer Rattler's strengths. He was not forcing. I think one of y'all said it. I think it might have been Ty in one of our past pods. Is he's not trying to win on the Heisman anymore. I'm sorry. I know Lincoln tries to do that hard for recruiting, but he's realized that's just not attainable anymore. We're playing to his strengths. We're going to do short passes. We're going to do curl routes. We're going to use the halfbacks, and that's how we win the game. We're going to use our running backs. I just love what I saw from our offense. Our defense is going to have struggles, but I think in a big-time environment with hopefully DeLaren Turner yell back, I'm going to go OU minus tree fitty, minus three and a half to win this game and hopefully silence some fans' worries moving into the next um, half of the season. I like the pick. And frankly, with OU Texas, you never really know. And in this year, more than any other, we really do not know. And these these OU Texas games for the past couple of years have been tight. Uh, they've been, you know, you go into the Cotton Bowl, you think the Sooners are going to win. They disappoint and either eke out a win or lose. Um, but, but in some of these moments where you think that it's going to be a close game. We've seen OU absolutely dominate Texas. And we haven't seen OU put together a full game yet. I just have a weird feeling. It's probably uh, just a bunch of homerism coursing through my veins. But I, I feel like OU finally, finally puts a full game together and um, really hits Texas hard. I think the defense is going to... Th- this is a game made for speed defense. Aggression, energy, all of that. That is what that the Cotton Bowl is about. And I feel like that combined with Casey Thompson's inexperience and Casey Thompson's turnover ability, I see OU possibly, you know, really making this into a really, really encouraging game for, for uh, Sooner fans. I think he that's going to, to say it. Say, say we're going to win by double digits because I know you're wanting to say that. I, th- I mean, like 10? I don't know. I, 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 I just. Double digits? You, you thought you thought about it. You want you, you. I saw you. You go back in your head because I could see the Sooners going into this and really coming out of it with a really, you know. I really, it's going to be a look. Hey, Jameson. Okay, I'm going to say OU wins by at least ten here. I think nice. the Sooners are going to come out here hard. They're going to come out here fast. I think they're going to perform very well. Hey, Rosie, what do we think of Texas? Huh? There you go. Oh, there's a Bevo. Sooners get the cover. Blake? Yep, right. so my analysis is pretty simple. Is I'm a TCU fan first, and then I'm a how can I figure out OU fans to get the most misery out of a season second. And so I've come up today, I've been in the lab thinking, I'm like, what what would be the best way for OU fans to get some misery? And I feel like right now is it's not the way. It's not losing to Texas. I think it's barely scraping by games all year long that y'all go undefeated and go into the playoff and face a Cincinnati team and lose. That's what I would love to see. Find a new way to lose the playoff because I would love just like going into the playoff, y'all are barely scraping by teams in the Big 12 and then just get wham! So you're saying Cincinnati would be the three seed? I gotta find a way. That's what I've been trying to figure out. What what is the scenario where both OU and Cincy are in the playoff? That's what I got to figure out, but it's just my dream scenario. Like, I can only dream. That's all I can think about with this college football playoff. Fair enough. So once once again, you're living vicariously through another future conference member. That that sounds very on brand for the Big 12, I will say. So 
I would love that. Like, I nothing would be better than watching Bobby on the floor for 30 minutes crying because of Cincinnati beating them in another semifinal run that OU just can't seem to pull off. So I got to go with OU here just because I want to see that sick fantasy play out somehow. I got to figure out how Cincinnati can move up from four to three because I don't think OU could ever move up to one. So I I don't know. I, I got to figure that out, but I want that sick fantasy to happen. First of all, it was a couch. Second of all, I wasn't crying. I was just very distraught. But I if we're talking it, about I the Rose Bowl. Yes, I'm talking about the Rose Bowl. Of so. course we, of course. I, would, I was not crying. I was just very devastated. <laughs> Anyways, Ty, I'll let you close this one out. Yeah, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it for OU Texas. But here's here's the thing. The truth is, the truth is the game was rigged from the start. Rigged from the start. Um, I'm not pick. I'm literally. I'm not going to pick OU until Spencer Rattler is not the starting quarterback. I I don't want OU to lose, but I don't think OU is going to cover. I think that Texas is going to win. Uh, I hope they don't. I sincerely hope I don't want OU to lose, but I just don't think there's any reasonable way to look at this game and go, oh, yeah. I don't think OU should even be the favorite here, honestly. And, and I'm you know, not trying to say that as a, a gooner take. I think if you didn't have you know, six straight years of Big 12 championships, all the OU history, all the Texas history, yeah, this is a cigar that Bobby gave me. Um <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about no. That's definitely that's the, that is definitely oh, the bachelor. That is definitely the bachelor yeah. party cigar I gave you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. It was just sitting here. Um, but yeah, if I think if you eliminated all the history and you just had Team A, Team B, and you just looked at their strength of schedule and their performance this year, I don't see how you would favor OU in this game. I really don't. If it's if it's an objective sort of analysis, and and that's how I'm looking at this, and. I, you know, for the record, I will take OU because I'm picking for the game. Or, or I'm sorry, for the record, I will take Texas because I'm picking for the game. But I will obviously be cheering for OU. Hey, Gabe Burkich field goal to win the game. There you go. You got both. That's a dream. That's a dream to me right there. <laughs> Keeps the hope of OU fans high. See, I've been redder to rip your heart out. I, I thought you were going to go with something like we we lost, we would lose Bedlam or something. You know, like no, one of because your... that's that's not. It's to well, give no, you the hope you hurt. can in this weird year that you could possibly get to the national championship and go up against somebody kind of overlooked like Cincinnati. That's what I want. I Blake, want a nice. I want a nice I, thirteen and a half Blake, Blake, spread. You, you, forgot, think... you forgot the best flourish, Blake, because I hate myself more than more than you hate me. Uh, the best way is we lose the TCU at home, and then crawl back in somehow, and somehow lose to like Cincinnati. Yeah, but see, my thing is like we're probably gonna lose to y'all. I can't like I'm not even gonna like 
fantasize about that because it's just not even worth thinking about. But, like, the thing is, is to give you enough hope, like, Bobby was in the group chat, to like, talking today, and he's like, they're improving, they're getting better. Like, I want that to build up in Bobby. I don't want you to sneak in and feel like you're playing with house money, and then when you lose, you're like, oh, rats, like, we really <laughs> did good this year. No, I want Bobby to be right and high, like, you're one of two undefeated teams, and then Cincinnati somehow ruins your day. So, I don't want, go. I don't want gambling with house money. I want y'all feeling a feeling Misery. good about so You're picking Oklahoma. Yes, I am. Okay. Yep, yes. I just, okay. I want, okay. Yep. All right, let's move. There we go. Uh, that's Red River Showdown preview. Let's finish <laughs> it out with our wild card. These are our favorite picks of the week. Uh, and uh, in case you didn't know, uh, everyone has a pot of greed card they can play at any point in the season, except for Ty, who burnt his earlier this year. That allows an extra wild card every week. Else. He did it. He, he did invent it. It was such a good idea. We, we just kept it. Uh, so, all right, Ty, who is your wild card for this week? I need to. Sorry, my notes are not pulling up. I need to pass here real quick. Oh, do you want okay. me to go? Uh, well, since he passed, uh, as written in the Schooner uh, Pod bylaws, <laughs> I will take the choice and uh, go myself. I mean, uh, I can, uh, he's I nervous. Can, he's nervous. He thinks that somebody's no, 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 going to take go. it. I can. I go. think somebody's going to take mine. So I got my notes. Up. Okay, I got my notes up. Okay, I'm I thought good. someone was going to take mine too. So we'll we'll, we'll just uh, continue with the natural okay. order. I'm All right, natural order. Okay, so I'm going. For everyone that's confused, in, including myself. So, <laughs> what we got to do is we got to we got to look at at the storylines that are going on, and we got to look for where the storylines can affect the money lines, and where we can make money there. Obviously, I have not picked a successful <laughs> wild card pick all season, so <laughs> we're, we're it's over five. I- Oh, for five outside of the pot of greed pick. Technically, yeah. So we're picking a team that has been a traditional wild card team of mine, uh, as I've been a lifelong fan since at least 2016 of them. Uh, and and we're picking a team that is playing a team that has some hype, but is not going to live up to it. And I am, of course, talking about Stanford versus Arizona State. Stanford beat my Oregon Ducks, I've been a lifelong fan of them since at least week three when I decided to jump ship to Oregon because I hate OU this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Stanford upset Oregon in, in overtime uh, last week, and I think that is affecting this Arizona State-Stanford uh, line, which is currently sitting at minus 12 in favor of Arizona State. I think that Stanford is going to have a big hangover coming into this game because if we look at Arizona State's schedule they won a game against someone 41 to 14 they beat UNLV 37 to 10 their one loss is to BYU which was by 10 points they beat Colorado by double digits and they beat number 20 at the time UCLA by double digits I really think that Arizona State has at least 12 points in them over a Stanford team that should be riding them with a hangover so give me Arizona State minus 12 here fingers crossed this could be our first win Blake, was that yours? No, no, I was I was so relieved. I was so relieved because there's one game that sticks out on the board that's a guaranteed winner this week. I love it. Air Force minus six versus Wyoming. <laughs> this is the easiest game that I have ever seen. 
Wyoming is undefeated, so you get that deflated line because of the record. But they Wyoming lost to UConn, right? Yes. So Wyoming has one of the worst strengths of schedules in America. They don't even rank in the top 100. And when you go into those wins, two of those wins, one is by against Montana State, who they won by three, and then another one they needed a failed two point conversion against UConn. Like this Wyoming team is not good and. To even make things better, the Wyoming quarterback, Sean Chambers, boy, is he bad. Out of the 109 quarterbacks that have thrown over 50 passes this year, he ranks 103rd out of 109. This Wyoming team is bad. They are bad, bad, bad. And if you want a little nugget about Arizona or Air Force that makes you feel a little bit more confident, their offense is incredible. They run the triple option to perfection. They average a low of 6.5 passes per game. They only average 6.5. But guess what? They lead the NCAA in yards per attempt. They have perfected the triple option, just like throw it deep, have the guy wide open, run it for a touchdown. They, the six passes they do per game are explosive, and they lead to points. I love... I love this Air Force pick. Air Force minus six, I think, is such a lot versus an underwhelming uh, Wyoming team that people are just going to bet on because of the record. Hey, I like that pick a lot that, as, as well. I am fully convinced on Air Force. I'm going to go with something. So throughout a picking season, you have to realize there is something you got to do. you got to keep it simple sometimes. And that is why I'm going with a very low-hanging, very cheap fruit here. I'm going Alabama minus 17 and a half against uh, Texas A&M. Look, the Texas A&M Aggies have looked like garbage the past two weeks. They, their offense has been sluggish. They've been awful. And let's look at the tail of the tape. Every single year, they go in and they smack Texas A&M. It is, it, it is almost like it's Nick Saban's personal mission to demoralize the Texas A&M Aggies. Every year they cover. Every year it's a blowout. So... I'm just saying, I'm going to go with Alabama here. I know it's cheap. I know it's dirty, but it's going to win. That's how you, uh, that's, that's how you do well in the weekend spread. That hurts. I was thinking about that one. I, I really was. But I, I even, yeah, I was hoping I could find it at 17 on DraftKings too. Um, but uh, let's, let's just talk about my thought process here. I'm being selfish. I've completely taken out all of the 11 o'clock and 2.30 in middle day games. Because I want to make sure that if I have this wild card, I do not want to be checking my phone at all during the time because it's going to run down my battery and my phone's going to die and it's going to be miserable during the fair. I have to be very strategic. So I'm thinking either a Saturday night game or one of these Thursday games. And um, there's a couple of intriguing ones where like, but the problem is how much do I actually know about these teams and do I feel confident on it? Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick a Saturday night game because I don't know how much I'll be paying attention with the Thursday night NFL on. So I'm pick a Saturday night game, and I'm going to pick USC oh, versus no. Utah. <laughs> no. Oh, dear God. I don't care which side you pick of this. It's a loss. It's a loss. Both of these teams are a loss. This, yeah, I, that's I, a mess. I, I wanted to pick the Alabama game. I liked it, and I would have picked it at 17 because I saw it on – I looked up DraftKings, and it said 17 in an article. Um, I really liked that Bobby took it. Um, but So I want to pick another Saturday night game, and it's on Fox, and I, I'll be able to watch it. It's minus three USC. 
Um, you know, it's a schooner pod push. It makes it feel like, you know, a, a three-point win is possible. USC's at home. Both teams have looked kind of average. Um, I'm just going to roll with it just because I want a game at night to watch. So there's really no reason. Honestly, um, I'm kinda, I kind of scrunched my views here. Um, but, oh, well, that's what happens whenever you get your number two option. Well, there you go. It happens sometimes. So, all right. That is it for the wild card. That is it for the weekend spread. Guys, how are we feeling about the slate? Are we uh, ready for a, another really good week of college football? I don't know. We might get blown out. But, uh, Blake, how are you feeling? I'm going to slam, right? When I was talking about Air Force, I think I might slam that even harder. Like, I feel so good about that bet. I, do too. I don't I know why. It just feels like a lock. It feels like a lock. Like, you don't get those every once in a while in less than a touchdown versus a team that can run out the clock that they're going against a bad quarterback. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I think, yep, I might. Yep. I'm there you go. There, that, he, so. he, you might. How right, about guys. you just put it all on um, that Air Force game and not even dabble in other stuff, Blake? Ooh, I might. Put, I put your entire week in the Air Force. Have, have, yeah, put the week in the Air Force. Have you thought about that? Because, you know, we always, like, diversify our bets. We put them all across. Um, you know, and it's fun because you got a lot of stake in the game. But how about you just put it all on one for a week? I might because I've only put, like, four or five other bets, I think, in this week. So I might just, I might just hammer up on Air Force. I feel so good about the money's in the crumbs, boys. The money's in the crumbs. (laughs) Let's just all sweat it out with the Falcons. I love it. Um, All right, Ty, final thoughts. I'm just glad to see so many people turning around to uh, Service Academy football, which I've been selling uh, for years, if if I'm going to have to go back and find the text to prove it, as the one true college football because it is significantly more of an actual amateur sport than, than major college football. So glad to see people uh, jumping on over and, and watching some some trash service academy football uh, just for the love of the game. There you go. I, I love it too. I love it too. All right, folks, that is it for the weekend spread. We will catch you next week uh, when we talk about we, – we've, we've officially hit the halfway point in this college football season, which is just wild. But, um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Good luck out there. And uh, happy picking.